post type we're back again i'm here i'm trevor strunk and uh i'm here with sam sheehan as always uh the nba's baby secret himself sam welcome welcome home welcome back i'm i am so thrilled to be here yet again uh we're we're, we're into the good as i told you before we started recording we are into the good part of danganronpa now <laughs> yeah you know like it was it's fun like it, it never was a slog like we were talking about games um I was trying to sell you as the the only person who could feasibly be sold uh, and not report me to a, a uh, an agency on a Honkai Impact Third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you got you got to play this eighty hour visual novel, gotcha. Like, uh, sir, uh, you, the lethal force is now uh, is now absolutely okay. Yeah, uh, say, instead of uh, instead of uh, me trying to uh, like put you on a registry, I was like, where do I get this? And, yeah. and, I was like First, on the web. I was on the website getting condemning myself to be alongside you on the Honkai Impact Third <laughs> Registry. Yeah. First, where do I get the second? You yeah. then need to play Ubineko. Um. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm try, trying to get us both on the milk carton uh, with the. Uh, have you seen these perverts? <laughs> Hide your, hide your family from them. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite. Inform authorities if you've seen them, because no one else should. Uh, no one we is need looking them out for of them. Here. Um, I always, every time I'm playing this game, like, cause I, so like, I wasn't, I didn't feel like any of this was like a slog. I, I liked mm-hmm. Duncan Rampa from the beginning, but like. Mm. Definitely, it it became gripping in the in the last like two and into the sixth episode, mm-hmm. um, like chapter rather. They're really really fun. Um, I do keep thinking of every time we chat about this or I play it. I, I think about um, Trail on 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 uh, the You Know Ball podcast saying to you like just like don't talk about that on my podcast. Save that for that. <laughs> save that for your nerd shit podcast. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. This is like, look, Renaissance men are back, baby. We can talk yeah. about sports. We can talk about, uh, you know, we we can spend 30 minutes uh, before the podcast naming. Uh, Do you know a guy? Listing voice actors and and, and, and connecting them to their voice, their visual novel, anime, and video game credits. It's so exciting. I never thought the anime rewatch podcast that I started with Piss would would lead me to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, that anime voice actor yeah i love them in these three shows <laughs> yeah it's Absolutely. amazing yeah shout, it, out, shout out to the god mayuki shawashiro oh she's so good she's she's never missed she's no, never missed folks she, she, i'll listen to her read the phone book yeah just just there's so actually one of the funny things just to just to bring it back for a second in honkai mm-hmm. is for a while uh miki sawashiro i think was sick with covid or had covid related complications and mm-hmm. so for a while, um, her voice lines aren't voiced. They, they just go away. So like her character's in the whole game. So like it, mm-hmm. it's noticeable. Um, and, you know, it's just it's just not voiced. And it's like, oh, that's that's a that's sad. That's a bummer. And it was like, oh, man. And so like, <laughs> at the end of one chapter where they're not voiced, she starts speaking them again. And it's like it's as good as any like shonen uh you know like <laughs> yeah. the, the hero returns and she set the line <laughs> she's she's fighting again <laughs> she she's, believes in herself she she knows the power of friendship now <laughs> she will become hokage believe it it would be so it'd be so sad like it would be so wonderful and sad to meet her because i like i don't think most people, most celebrities, I think I could treat like a person. I don't think I could treat her like a normal person. I think I'd be like, "Can you say yeah. something else?" 
<laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's really unfortunate because I'm sure as a voice actor, she's really used to very normal fans. <laughs> Probably oh, yeah. some of the most regular people ever at cons. <laughs> yeah, no, of yeah. course, like voicing voicing <laughs> cartoons that people uh, grow extremely uh, fanatically attached to. Uh, you know, they just re- they respect your craft is the main thing. Yeah, forming uh, uh, forming parasocial relationships with uh, characters that don't exist, but you lend your voice to. I'm sure it won't. Uh, never has never backfired once for anyone. Kevin, Kevin Conroy always loved that everyone called him Batman. It was cool to him. Yeah, um, he liked yeah, that. I, I, in my defense, I did try to get on cameo and get. Bryce Papp and Brooke to read me a Makoto uh, line about like uh, the Boston Celtics uh, busting their bussy open or some something like that. I can't remember the exact word. He didn't do it for you. It, it did not. It did not get picked up. It did expire. So <sighs> unfortunate. Bryce, come on. He got a big head after he got Aaron Yeager on Attack on Titan. You know. So. Yeah. Oh well. You know those. Uh, <laughs> Attack on Titan is one of the two anime that. Um, I've never watched, but I, I like to I like to act like I have a big grudge against it's that and uh, mm. uh, my hero academia. Like, so, I, <laughs> so I like to say I like to say the attack. on It's real original, but attack on Titans fascist. That's that's the I mean, I, correct. I say that. It, it, you're correct. You're you're like objectively correct. Also, it's really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that, yeah. It's yeah. like it's one of those yeah. things where it's just like, yeah, but yeah. also you do enjoy a lot. Like I just listened to like eight hours of Dragnet while I worked. And it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's way more fascist. It's like, yeah. Well, okay, yes, true. Um and then I, I just I like I like calling my hero academia mid hero academia because it makes people upset and I can't hero. defend it. I have no idea if it's good or bad. It's, it's definitely I'm I'm still kind of catching up. It's definitely like I'll I'll, I'll catch up in bits and pieces. It's it's like fine um, okay. where I'm at. I've heard it gets a lot better near where I'm getting up to. But yeah, I I, I agree with both those opinions that you just <laughs> said. So you yes. you're you're you're, yes. you're right there with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Um, We'll get, well, let's get into let's get into the game. Um, mm-hmm. So, spoiler alert: starting now from the very top, because this is really they um, these two chapters really excuse me lean into the the concept of the mastermind, uh, who the headmaster might be, what's going on at Hope's Peak, what the what the tragedy is. Um, you know, if there's more than one ultimate despair, all sorts of stuff. Um, and it really just starts off in the beginning. So, uh, spoiler alert from the top. If you are worried about, you can, I mean, probably catch up to this point in like eight hours. So if you of yeah. gameplay, so like, if you really want to, if you're super interested, I would recommend just playing the game. It's, it's very mm-hmm. fun. Um, and it's cheap. Most places, I think, what is it on steam right now? Probably $10. Record. It's usually 10 to $20. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dungeon but one. It's twenty dollars right now, but that's like that's the most it's ever. That's gonna like be. the it's most full it will price. Be, yeah, yeah. You can um, usually get like a bundle, or you can get like all three for like the price of a normal game, which is the best deal you ever you'll ever get. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. look at that. Uh, buy Duncan Rampa one, two, and V three uh, mm-hmm. for thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So um, that, uh, incredible deal right there. I would I, I recommend everyone jump on that right now. Danganronpa V3, my favorite video game of all time. It's the Dang- one of the three I don't have. That's funny. And Dang- Danganronpa 2 uh, is the, probably, like, top 15. So, like, what, you know. What's your, you what's your take work. on Ultra Despair, girls? I, 
I really like it. I don't. I don't. I don't want you to see that. There's a, a mini spoiler if you just like looking at Ultra Ultra Spirit Girls. So don't, don't not until you finish one. But I actually okay. kind of like it. I actually kind of like it as like a buddy cop. Like okay, it's it, it's it's like it's pretty mid as a game. But like again, it's Kaz doing a good job writing the characters. So well, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I think yeah. like one of the things that has really stuck with me, and, and like it's not you know like I I completely accept that I've become like a a shell of myself in in many ways but I think this is actually growth in that like the you know like thinking about something like Danganronpa or gotcha games like Arknights or or Honkai or even like as well as I should say not even like um mm-hmm. indie games like Norco which is like you know one of my one of if not the best game for me in 2022 um they're all like they're all fun to play in certain ways, but you know, it, 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 it's up and down. Like, you know, I would say the beginning levels of Honkai are just, you, you do it to get to the story. It's not fun. Um, yeah. Danganronpa is uh, fun, but like navigation in the first game is like, can get a little frustrating stuff like that. But like, ultimately the, the gameplay stops mattering so much. Like it's, it really is just like, okay, just like, how much does it matter when you're watching a movie and the reels are going by? Like th- that's the same thing. Like just get me to the point where I'm like feeling something about this story, mm, um, yeah. <clears throat> which is yeah definitely different than uh, how I've approached games in the past. But uh, you know it's growth. Yeah. yeah, well, and and I think the thing why it's such a hard it it kills me with like dang it because I, I feel like a lot of people who really care about like certain media all always say this is like if you just get to like a certain part but like Danganronpa like especially if you can get to the end of one was just increasing returns because like yeah Kaz like he really does like do a pyramid like you know what I'm saying like just in terms of and like kind of this he just kind of creates this echo chamber of self-reference you know And, and you see that in the first game with like some Things that he does, like some references he does to other games. I mean, Danganronpa really is like a meta game. Like, I think it'd be pretty easy to accuse it of being like a a, a Rick and Morty, (laughs) you know. It is a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think if people when people don't like it, right? Like, if people Mm. who like who like other visual novels don't necessarily like it, I think it is often uh about like yeah this you know this just doesn't this feels too self-referential yeah it feels too kind of like okay we're we're doing a, a like an ironic look at stuff but it is it's also quite earnest so it that's doesn't, yeah. yeah yeah i mean that that and that's my point is like yes like baseline it's like very like ironic honestly it, it kind of is a lot like rick and morty because <laughs> I actually kind of like Rick and Morty and I, I hate saying that, but like Rick and Morty <laughs> actually does have like real heart <laughs> in like, especially mm-hmm. in like early seasons. Like I think it kind of falls apart once they start like giving guest guest spots to Elon Musk and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I can't um, believe that. I can't believe yeah. it would. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I, the thing with Danganronpa is it's like, I, I think that's what's so jarring about it, but also kind of what makes it works is that it does toggle between like, the most ironic self-referential doing like the most anime trope of anime tropes on the surface to like really interesting character studies and like motivation that kind of like play again, play off of one another. And I think that chapter four is like the first time we really see the conflict of like, 
community like versus self mm-hmm. kind of almost almost community versus self kind of almost become like explicitly the um you know you know kind of the the uh who was the thesis statement of the trial and then it's funny because yeah. the rest of the game after that is is almost just that being challenged, you know, after that point, as we'll get to when we get to chapter five, you know? Yeah. And I think like chapter four is also the first time where because like there's a lot of moments where you're like, oh, geez, like I'm sad that person died or like, oh, mm-hmm. gosh, like, you know, I didn't like I didn't realize how much I liked that character before they like we, we did that with um, with uh, uh, Taka. Where yeah. it's like, oh, you know, Taka's pretty cool. Like, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know it until he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think chapter four is the first time where you're like, oh, actually, like, also, these are all people who are stuck in the situation. And they they have like irrational and and, you know, very, very idiosyncratic reactions to the things going on around them. Mm-hmm. And like as much as you like as the player or as I as the player was like, oh, Biakia is such an idiot. Like, of course they have emotions. It's like not until the end of chapter four where you're just like, oh yeah, like they all have emotions. <laughs> and like that's yeah. that is a big part of like why it works too. Or you're just like, you know, actually it's pretty cool that they all have emotions and like they're they're fleshed out. Yeah. And I, I think that four is kind of also, like the the turning point, you see a lot of the <clears throat> anima. I, I think one of the big things that we we'll, we could explore a little bit later is you finally see sort of the antagonistic nature of you know particularly Toko and Biakia kind of mm-hmm. like are, are kind of put to bed at the end of chapter four a little bit. Um, and, yeah. and 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 then you know you do get a real sense of everyone identifying. You know, this is Monokuma's fault, you know, like that's always been kind of bubbling, but everybody kind of stops being afraid of, you know, I think everyone stops kind of being afraid of will I be targeted as myself to, you know, the thing is small enough and they've been through enough together that it's like these are my friends Right. How are we going to stop Monokuma and 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 like being targeted and picked apart as an individual kind of almost stops being a worry for like the team. You know, you, you, and, that, and that's kind of what the chapters four and five sort of, you know, recognizes. It's kind of, it's almost like a consecration of the 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 team aspect of Danganronpa of everyone finally kind of coming together and then chapter 5 is kind of the ultimate test of that right uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really good point where like yeah. it is like i would say in chapter 5 and we we can go through beat by beat too but like yeah. in in chapter 5 sort of uh, there's a certain point in the trial where uh Byakuya, is like incensed that like he's still a, a prick. Like I, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, like him as a yeah. person. But like, um, there's a point at which he's like, he, he becomes like an actual character. Like he's he, not just mm-hmm. a caricature in the in this bit. And like mm-hmm. he says, you know, like he, well, he, the person he thinks committed the murder is like, well, you went and committed a murder. Like we're here because you had to do that for some reason. And like it's it's not just like trying to figure out what happened because he's he's interested in the game like he's actually like pissed he's like we like we left this behind like no one needed to do this um yeah and now we're stuck here because you decided that you needed to do this and it's like it's a really interesting and subtle shift from like the like stop you know stop 
where he would be like, you know, stop saying you didn't do it. You obviously did it. Like, let's just get it over with. Admit when you're wrong, too. Like, we were we were like we were all united in getting out of here and you screwed it up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I will let's I, I think probably the way to do it is uh, maybe kind of reel it into do chapter four first and then kind yeah. of move on to five. Um, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. 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 So what we'll go to kind of chapter four, because because you know, the, the cliffhanger at the end of chapter three is that, um, you know, Sakura is fighting with Monokuma over um, some secret. Um, and you're like, wow, I wonder what that secret is. And you're in luck because um, the motive for this time um, <laughs> is uh, him explaining exactly <laughs> what that was. <laughs> so <laughs> creating a <clears throat> an issue. It's basically revealed that Sakura has been the the inside man for Monokuma and the mastermind. Right. Um, feeding them information uh, leading to, you know, Probably the biggest challenge to like the the solidarity of the, of the team yet because there's a clear traitor you know um and you know Sakura is someone who's like pretty easily like othered you know like she's yeah. uh you know does you know doesn't present as you know her gender in some ways you know and I think that that is important here too you know I, I think that we see you know violence against you know trans community and. I, I think that, you know, Kaz doesn't really shy away from that or like play it for like laughs at all. Which yeah, is, the funny is, thing about the funny thing about Sakura, I think, is like she's never played for laughs, which is yes. kind of like surprising from an American point of view, because a character like that would absolutely be played for laughs in most media I watched as a kid. And, um, and in most like like in an Atlas game, like they would have done that oh immediately. Yeah, <laughs> they would have done that like immediately. I don't want her anywhere near an Atlas game. Well, and this is, but and and I think this is why I think Danganronpa can, can kind of gets a rap as being like insensitive, like those games, and it definitely has its moments. But it always seems like when when it's doing that stuff, you know, I, I guess this is the old irony defense, you know, like where, yeah. where it's like almost a, a reference point. But I, I kind of see the way that they treat a character like Sakura as like being much more nuanced and understanding than a lot of, you know, the other ones where everyone is just downright cruel to Sakura. You know, like they've kind of been waiting for a moment to, you know, bully her. You know, like they, everyone's been scared of her because she's like so big and strong. Um, you and know, she's and never scary. she's never like been violent to anyone exactly for any reason at this point yeah no she's been she's been the best girl the whole time the, everyone everyone knows who's played danganronpa Sak- sakura best girl um and like she like and, and you know you do get like a pretty jarringly cruel you know of you know toko hero and byakuya you know just being cruel to her and you know yep. hina as her friend like sticks up for her and we kind of get these escalating things where you know genocide jack hurts hina hina's punching byakuya like you know it's getting out of hand um yeah and so uh, the escalation ends in uh sakura being found dead <laughs> um yeah essentially and like i yeah. think you know what's what's interesting about about the escalation is like you know, there are a number of moments where people worry about their femininity in this game. Like we we are, we talked a lot about, um, mm. uh, oh God, 
I'm sorry. Uh, now I'm just thinking alter ego, and that's not right. Uh, what is Chihiro? What is, yeah, Chihiro. We talked a lot about yep. Chihiro in the in the last episode, um, and sort of the well, the previous one to that, um, uh. and the ways that like uh, sexuality and gender and stuff like that presents as a matter of confidence for him. Uh, and we find out later that he is the pronoun he would he would like to use, which is I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but then like also. You know, like I was saying before, like I, I had done a couple I had done like enough of the free time events with Hina because I, I thought she seemed cool. And like um, she's just around uh, for I mean, if you're, if you're around to this part in the story, you're around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'll finish this up. I'll fin- I'll try and get all of, you know, her her uh, report card. And the last thing you do with her is she 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 asks you to like come to her room. And she's like, could you pretend to be my boyfriend? Because like. I'm not super feminine and like people say like I don't have feminine charms and stuff and I, I need to like practice being in love. And like Hina is um, I would say probably like since Junko is killed off very quickly, um, the most sort of traditionally feminine person in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she's the one who who expresses this fear of like I don't think like I, I do the girly thing well enough. Like I don't know what love is. And like, yeah, I mean, that's a trope too. Like, that's definitely like. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, they're, they're definitely doing that for like the, uh, you know, uh, uh, social link ten, uh, you know, opposite sex. Uh, here we go. This is your romantic interest. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. We've all uh, played Rune Factory here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah, we know. We know where this is. But again, I. Uh, to, but to your point of everything yeah. you just said there, I, I think the game get, should get a little bit of a benefit of the doubt that it knows what it's doing in those moments. I agree. And because I, yeah. I, I think like, you know, it's not as if like they had that happen with Sakura where like Sakura talks to you and she's just like, I, I've never been like good at this because I'm not really a typical girl. Like all the things she says to Hina, like where she's like she she cares about her as a friend. It's just like. I'm like, you know, very strong and care about exercising and like, you know, working hard on my on my ability to like be an athlete and a, and a martial artist. Um, and this is why for me uh, it's been so difficult to um, to like make friends. It's not about like who she is. It's not about the sort of obvious played as a joke sort of uh, um, um, othering thing she has it it, it is yeah. because you know she has another sort of like i don't know how to say it like she has another part of her personality that um she has that she struggles with and um i think yeah. it's interesting that they play that off here they they do the whole honor thing because of course she's a martial artist and she has a dojo and stuff so you know they mm-hmm. have to um it's extremely important uh, if they don't do that how would anyone know she's a martial artist who has a, a dojo right but um she also like well, we'll get there, but like, there's a lot of complications to that, and I, I really appreciated that, especially as you're saying, you could absolutely play Sakura as like a, a bully or um, like hyper butch or something like that. Whereas, like, yeah. it really doesn't play into it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it's it's like really the way. Like, I think what's interesting, and I think a conscious choice by Kaz is there is like. There is very little correlation between how Sakura like looks and her like personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah. Like, like you know, like, and I think that that is she consistently is like one of the most kind, like, like up for it, like members of the like the the Danganronpa team, like throughout the trials, she's always like 
trying to protect people. She's always like taking care of things. She's like she's just very strong, you know, and and we and when we get to the end of the trial, we kind of see that, you know, the allegories of what strength, you know, really means when it comes to, you know, what hap- what actually happened to her. Right. Um, right. And, and, and I think that's like, you know, that's kind of like the the underlying point here. But ah, man, I, I just I think that the other thing that's going on in this one is this is the first trial to give you a, a feeling that you will feel countless times in the Danganronpa. Uh, I forget that it only really happens once in Danganronpa 1 because it happens – one of the worst instances is too. But it, there's the feeling of realizing who it is who's really covering up the crime and mm. just wanting to walk away from the computer before before something <laughs> bad happens to them. Yeah, because you, no, you, hit, sure. you hit a point in this trial where you realize Hina has had something to do with it. And I was like, Kino was like one of my favorite characters at this point, and I just wanted. I was like, there, do not do this to me. Like, oh no, like me I, too. Me too. I, I was had like, to like oh. steal myself to like finish the chapter. Don't and kill I was, Kina. Yeah, exactly. I was like, so on. relieved that she, um, you know, I mean, she is like essentially the the culprit in that, like, that you know, she she does the actions that lead to like part of the mystery, but she did not kill anyone. Um, right. So, so she does not get executed, but it's, you know, you will not be as fortunate in later games where there's, oh, there's, yeah, a, yeah I there's, didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> there's, there's, there's times where you're like realizing what happened and you're just, it's, it is the, the, the singular, I want to talk a lot more about this once we get to chapter six, because every chapter six also has this, but it is just the, the singular, the, the, the despair, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the moment of realizing that something that you didn't think was possible is true and like wanting to give anything for that not to be true, but it just kind of is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I think that's a, that's another like really important part of this because, you know, the, the three other possible culprits because because you're pretty sure it's not Kyoko at this point <laughs> like uh, yeah you know. pretty pretty clearly not Kyoko in this one yeah so so you you're the other three culprits are all people who are you know um just you know not that sympathetic for all different re- heroes as I said very extremely annoying as you pointed out Biakuya, like an idiot yeah yeah the closest thing you know they have to like a shithead rival character and like you know, Toko, she grows on me, but like also is like not extremely redeemable, particularly at this point in the game. And she's got, you know, a, a literal serial killer in half of her. So, yeah, you know. and like, especially yeah. at this part in the game, as you said, like it is, it is like, okay, Toko is just so irritating. Yeah. Like, like, like what is her, like, her whole deal is she's, she loves to um, act like she's in a, like a harem novel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool. Yeah. I I really wish this person would not be in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I I but I think what you want more than anything in that moment is okay. Which of these three did it? And you know, I'm thinking. I hope it's Hero because like Biaki has still got like a little bit of value. And then mm-hmm. it's just for it to for it to be Hina, and you have to play like that twenty minutes of the trial. Like heading towards like like, like yeah. as more and more like facts mm-hmm. add up and you're like oh my fucking god she did it. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's, I, like the yeah. mechanics that he this is like this is where there's like 
you get at least one too many mechanics. And he's like, all right, yeah. here's a new one for you. It's like, no, please, no more. No, no more mechanics. No, I don't, stop. I don't, I don't want to know any more complications to the trial. Yeah. But yeah, wait, it's, okay. wait till they put the driving mini game in in three. Mm, come on, <laughs> come on, man. Um, but yeah, it's like it is. It's like um, it, it's sort of like a, a vertigo moment because it's like, oh god, like maybe she did do that. Like maybe mm-hmm. maybe she killed Sakura because there's like. So the 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 premise of this is, it, it's essentially a locked door mystery. Um, yeah. And 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 Kyoko says as much because as the ultimate detective, she has read uh, every Poirot novel um, yeah. and and knows what a locked door mystery is. Uh, it's either you know uh, someone someone has hidden in the room, someone comes uh, leaves in the chaos, or there's a mechanism that allows you to leave. Um, but anyway, that any way that you uh, slice it, it's basically uh, a mystery because it seems impossible because no one could have entered or exited the room. Um, and they find Sakura there, just uh, covered in blood. But also, there's a little bit of vomit, but, but vomited blood. We learned earlier when the floors opened up, there's poisons in the school now. Um, and she's in a room that no one can open because they have to they have to break a window and move a chair. Like they, and so that's the big thing. Who killed Sakura? How did this all happen? Um, and Byakuya, Toko, and Hiro are the are the main culprits or suspects because like they were so cruel to her before. Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of so so that's the 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 sticking point of this trial. You, you know, like w- what develops throughout the trial is you get to the point where it turns out like everyone has like fucking hit Sakura in the head with a bottle. Like, like, it was like the fun. It was like a Benny Hill moment. Yeah, of like, it was like a, a, almost a bit, you know. Yeah. And, the, the, and, and you know, I think that adds to what Kaz is doing here, where you have different points where you're like, "Aha, the hero did it," or "Ah, Toko did it," you know. And that this is like she was killed by the blunt force trauma here, you know, because you're missing the crucial piece of evidence here. Yeah, even um, like even Biakia, like not saying anything. You're like, well, maybe he did it. Like you, yeah. you, it's it's very easy to question everything in this trial and like forget the fact that you as a player who has intelligence and like has played stuff like this before is going to look at this and say like, oh, they introduced poison. It's definitely going to be poison this time around. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you to, to bring up Byakuya, you also see him kind of wrong footed for the first time in the game. Right. Like like because like, because and, you know, as they point out in the trial, because this this one involves characters not acting logically. Uh, you know, they're acting out of feelings is, you know, kind of what Kyoko says to him. And he's not he's not able to come to the correct conclusion because he's automatically assuming everybody wants to live and is going to, you know, operate on the prisoner's dilemma scale of, you know, picking what's best for them. You know? Right. Yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you get to a point in the trial that I'm talking about where, you know, it eventually the evidence adds up and you discover that it is Hina um, is the only one who could have done this. And that it seems like she might have swapped out the poison bottle for her protein canister and hidden that evidence for some reason. And Biakia says, like, you know, like, well, obviously you did this because. You um, and he seems to he's suspected Hina the whole time, he says, like, yes. he, this is this is who he expected did it. And he said, you did it because and I figured out who it was because there was uh, footprints in the in the yellow powder. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't Makoto's clod hoppers. 
Um, <laughs> These tiny 13, little <laughs> size thirteen shoes. Yeah, you couldn't see you couldn't see uh, Makoto, uh, you know, his hips dragging in the dust because he's just a little he's just a little guy. <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't reach the shelf. It was a real yeah. problem. <laughs> you didn't see you didn't have to drag the stepladder over to uh, get at the poison. Yeah, to investigate all of those, Kyoko actually lifts you up like a kid, and you just like you look at the shelf. It's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Great mechanic. I appreciate what Cass is doing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, like it, it's um, he he says like yeah, it could have only been you, and the reason you did it is because you you went to get her the protein shake after she got hit in the head a bunch of times. That didn't kill her, you know. Hero did it because he was scared. Toko did it because she was scared, and then you decided, well, it's the perfect opportunity. I can get out of here if I kill Sakura because trust is an easy thing to exploit, and we're in a killing game, and there's no room for sentiment. So Byakuya says like obviously it had to be you, Hina. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Hina kind of, you know, is seemingly ready to resign herself to this and confess. Um, But hold up now. (laughs) Here comes here comes our girl, Kyoko Kirigiri and Makoto, um, prompting everyone to dig a little bit deeper here. And it eventually comes out that uh, Hina basically did not kill Sakura, but is instead for some reason covering up what is a what is a suicide, essentially. Yeah. Um, Right. And like, as they determine it was a suicide, Hina keeps saying, like, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. I did it. I absolutely did it. Um, And like, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty easy path to figure out like how to, how to unpack this trial. Once you, once you sort of get the clues, you find the little uh, piece of glass in the, in the powder that that Byakuya uh, dramatically drank to prove it was just protein powder in the poison bottle. Uh, Pretty bold. uh, I was going to say that was a good, yeah, I was going to say our boy, our boy, the big dick king himself, Byakuya. uh, (laughs) Just, just, just down poison. Just doesn't, doesn't care. It Um, would be very funny to kill him right there. I will say (laughs) I would have respected Kaz so much for that. That would be great. Just giving him some Indiana Jones uh, slapstick uh, death humor. <laughs> Biaki is definitely picking the silver cup in the. In the, in the, in the <laughs> he chose poorly. He He's definitely just like, chose poorly. Don't be an idiot. His, Jesus would have a cup that was silver had gold in it. Not yeah. like you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Oh, dear. No. Uh, but the. Um, yeah, like it. it they find the piece of glass in there from the window and they realize, oh, you know, that must have already been in the room. If it was already in the room and she swapped it out, you know, the, it basically put it together pretty quickly. And Hina the whole time is like, no, 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 no. You're wrong. You're not right. I did it. Vote for me. Come on. Like, let, let's let's get it done, guys. I killed Sakura. You're all going to you're making a huge mistake. Uh, but it's obvious that Sakura did it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so that lead, this lead chapter four has the biggest post trial explanation of any of them. And it's really because, a good one, too. I like it a lot yeah, c- because it, there's a lot to explain. Like, hey, he uh, why the fuck did you do this? <laughs> why well, are I, you like, like, I like when Biakia yeah. does it. It's he's like he's like, oh, well, I thought it'd be interesting. And if we were in any danger, I just would have said that, like, I wasn't the killer. Um, I moved the body because I thought that would be cool to reveal Genocide Jack. Um, And it's like, well, I guess that makes sense because Biaki is a psychopath. But like Mm -hmm. when it's when it's Tina, you're like, I don't know. You seem pretty normal. (laughs) 
yeah, uh, I don't know why hey you man, did why the fuck? Why the fuck did you do that? Um, and you know, you get a pretty, you know, good explanation. She reveals that she found a, a pretty crushing suicide note that said that she couldn't take it anymore. Um, that she was, you know. She just had to had to get out, and that that kind of broke Hina. Um, yeah, to see her friend kill herself that way, um, and so she decided that she was going to, you know, she felt very guilty about that that she wasn't able to protect her, and you know, it kind of decides she's going to take everyone down. Everyone's going to atone for what they did to Sakura, basically. Yeah, even you know, her. Like, like she says, like yes. even I don't deserve. Like I didn't do enough. Um, right. I could have done something, and I didn't do enough, and like. You know, we all we all don't deserve Sakura, so we all need to die. So, and then we get the, the twist of this God. trial. The this little like the, fucking the most, shithead. The, most, the best Monokuma moment and the worst Monokuma moment. Yeah, like, absolutely. Say, just like a like his villain turn in in like the best way. I love that he is like so cute and mischievous, but also they have him just doing the most like blood curdlingly like awful shit. You oh, know? just the cruelest person in history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, like you don't, even before this, he did a cruel thing where like there is a little subplot where you hook up alter ego to the network uh, mm-hmm. in order to let uh, Chihiro's ghost kind of help you out a bit more, um, mm-hmm. and in order because there's no one to punish <laughs> Monokuma straps uh the alter ego in a chair and kills the laptop uh just after yeah. every single person was like i agree that laptop is my friend yeah um, <laughs> just destroying chihiro getting executed essentially for the second time yeah very sad and then also for whatever reason they um they they then basically are like yeah you know what um the reason you feel he's like is the reason you feel this way because of animism are you are, are you doing like are you doing spiritualism when you say this yeah. was a friend it's like yeah. jesus yeah. what are you doing yeah, oh god it's it's so it's so funny but anyway we didn't say what it is the the, yeah. the, the, the reveal here is that monokuma um switched out suicide notes yeah <laughs> uh, he, he wrote the new suicide on, note to to egg on hina you know like the and you know, Monokuma reveals that kind of, uh, you know, the mastermind, and this is where the game starts to get interesting because he, the mastermind reveals that I, you know, I didn't think people were going to just start killing each other on their own. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't super confident in my motives. So Sakura, I've, I blackmailed you, you know, because it's revealed that, you know, Sakura was blackmailed by Monokuma, which you learned at the beginning because of her family's dojo is like in danger. Um, and her role was supposed to be she was supposed to be the one who killed someone first um, on Monokuma's orders under blackmail. Right. And right. she kind of, you know, because Leon and Sakura or Sayaka, I mean, kind of jumped the gun. Um, Sakura kind of isn't really needed yet. Um, until yeah, he basically is like, OK, yeah. you still got to do that favor, but like hang on the bench just a little bit. Really yeah. like Taco falls her. Like we love your, we right, love exactly. your, <laughs> we love your potential. Just like chill out on the bench just a little yeah. longer. Yeah, no, she is, she's, a, she's a red shirt freshman for murder. Um, and <laughs> she's, 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 she's put on the bench. Um, but you know, uh, become as we said, becomes kind of part of the team, and eventually this eats away at her. You know, other she sees the other murders, you know, sees everyone kind of coming together, and decides I'm, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And when she confronts Monokuma with that. Monokuma just decides to make 
you know, betraying her and revealing her betrayal <laughs> to, mm-hmm. like, make that, you know, to punish her for that, basically. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, that is so. So that is what Sakura has done is she's basically made herself an outsider to in order to, you know, you know kind of protect everyone. Um, yeah, essentially, essentially, she does the she does the um, I mean, if you if you want to, like, imagine this game being um, maybe a little more complex than it, it is, um, you can tie what she does to the sort of like idea of of uh, Giorgio Agamben's homo soccer, um, the sacrificial human who uh, has no rights but uh, cannot be killed. Um, and so you can exile them, but it's it's murder if you kill them. Um and so, like, essentially, it's just a sacrificial person. It's it's the thing that society needs to hang together um, is someone who is chosen as, like, an untouchable, but is also, like, you know, uh, untouchable in both ways, right? Like, in right. terms of high and low. And that's essentially, I mean, that's essentially what happens with Sakura, like, it, with or without a gambit. I just find that kind of interesting. But, like, mm-hmm. she she essentially just becomes this, like, this figure where she's like, yeah, like, I... I knew the only thing that was going to happen was someone was going to die and that was going to be what reset us. Cause it's always what resets us. So I just figured I kind of screwed up initially. I'm the reason this is all a problem. If I die, then no one else has to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, and that's the strength that we, you know, we kind of end up talking about is, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, Mr. Sakura's final or your suicide note really is a message of, you know, strength. It's not, you know, I'm giving up here. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting you, I'm going to like, I'm going to protect you guys and get you guys some time. And I want you guys to come together on this. Cause I think that she correctly identifies that this is Monokuma's like hail Mary to like break the team apart, you know? Right. And, you know, rather than let that fester, she sees how, how, what that's doing to everyone, you know, especially Hina with her at the center of it. And, you know, she makes a decision, you know, when she sees that, like, things can't be, you know, are, are probably not going to be rectified, that everyone's, like, too scared of her, that she is going to, um, she is going to do the murder that Monokuma asked of her, but to herself. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. And kind of remove that from the equation, kind of reinstill the peace in the team, um, and kind of have her sacrifice be sort of the consecrating, like, binding thing that will get everyone on the same page and god damn it it works it absolutely works she she yeah. nails it 100 percent. Yeah. and like i think i think what's what's interesting about this is like there's a lot of in both chapters right there's a lot mm-hmm. of like emphasis on punishment and like uh revenge from monokuma which mm-hmm. uh, especially like connected with how much the mastermind has to play with, uh, in the rules and monokuma has to play in the rules um, this like sort of thing of revenge or like payback or whatever is really interesting because it it's like a kind of a, a, a side way out of it. It's it's mm-hmm. almost a way of being able to be like, yeah, but like I just hate you. So like I, I, I don't I don't like what you did. So I'm going to get revenge that that's also not against the rules. Um, but both efforts at revenge don't quite pan out. And this is how this one doesn't pan out. He's trying to punish Sakura by like ruining her reputation with everyone and, and ruining their friendships and in, you know, pursuing the punishment, in fact, just like gets the opposite result uh, because he's trying to sidestep the rules and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, 
you know, and 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 I think that that I think why this trial is like so important is because like again like in this in this post everyone kind of identifies Monokuma as the end even hero the coward <laughs> like everyone identifies Monokuma as the hero you know there's a lot of Kyoko and Makoto saying, I hate you, you stupid bitch, to, you know, uh, Monokuma at the end <laughs> right. of trials. You know, there's a lot of them talking tough, but it's not something that's kind of shared by everyone, you know? Yeah, like, everyone, everyone doesn't like Monokuma, but, like, it's, yeah. the, it's the Byakuya thing where, like, I mean, even, like, Hina says, like, you did this to all of us, and it's more just, like, it's it's not, like, active, you know, anger. It's just more, like, like exasperation or disgust. Um, yeah, it's 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 desperation. It, it is despair, you know, yeah. like, like like it is like, you know, the self-preservation instinct kicks in and yeah, everyone's kind of scared and looking to preserve themselves. Right? And, right. and I think that that's, you know, it's the prisoner's dilemma aspect. And, you know, we get our coolest New World Order needle drop of the game. When Byakuya says that, you know, Monokuma's right, we are all all against each other in this game. And then he says, and that's why I'm bowing out of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah when yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, okay, like, essentially, he's taken out anything that's interesting here, so I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. And that was, like, I, that was that was the moment where Byakuya came, became, like, a character, because it's like, okay, oh. like, the flaw in his character is, like, is it's mm-hmm. so either, you know, the reason Byakuya never read, like, a character to me and read more like a caricature was because either he's 100% flawed, which is how I understood him, or if you're Toko and you love, like, you know, abusive people, he's, mm-hmm. he's like, ag- like, aggressively right and perfect. And, like, the, the flaw here, like, the actual flaw that is that he's, like, compensating for is the fact that he, like desperately wants something to interest him. Like he doesn't want to be bored and he, he just, he wants to like feel something. And at the moment he doesn't feel something. He's like, well, you, you tricked me. And now like, you know, I've, I've been like cruel and, and, and like I've tried to hurt people for no good reason. And it's not even interesting anymore. So, you know, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, you know, one, the new world order, uh, the or uh, the 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 soundtrack like whenever somebody says something cold as shit to Monokuma like uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the you know the you know the track I'm talking yeah, about yeah the dun, 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 that um incredible so good uh our 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 abs the absolute boy wah, wah, wah. Um, yeah oh god yeah it's uh, Masafumi Takata was like really on one when he did the Monaco the the, the soundtrack for Danganronpa. Like, <laughs> I think you really played enough of the, Yeah, I think you've played enough of the game now where it's like you know just like the box fifteen like investigation music like mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah, it's uh, oh, perfect, it's all really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like, it never really gets old, even though you get like a lot of repeated music in mm-hmm. in like the trial and stuff. Like, I'll still listen to that. It's still good. Yeah, turn up the heat. Turn, yeah, uh, the, what what a. Tr- <laughs> What a track. Uh, the um, but but anyway, like I, I think that what's important here is that like everyone does kind of identify, you know, and and I think we're getting closer and closer to the thesis statement of um, Dank and Rampa, where wherein you know again there are fifteen or wait sixteen people in the school who you know one of them is. The mastermind. And that's always the hook with Danganronpa is there's always 
you know, 16 characters plus, you know, the, the Monokuma character, you know, right. like, so there's a, you know, the, it's always, and he, he never, he never really cheats on that. You know, it's, it's never a character like you don't know of or anything like that. Like it's always well, someone except in, in your group. <laughs> well, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> um, we'll get there. Um, so it, this one ends with the meme. I was hoping I, I got confused last week and I almost spoiled this for you because I thought it was the end of last chapter. But it's the end of this chapter <laughs> where uh, you you get this is like this is the meme from Danganronpa where Kyoko comes over to you, whispers in your ear. <laughs> Bu- so funny. Bukuro, Bukuro Ikasaba, <laughs> the 16th student, lying hidden somewhere sometime inside the school. Um Danganronpa fans, real Danganronpa fans know about that. So you you finally get the thing of like, why are there 16 like podiums um, in the, you know, the thing, you know, that the the reason for that is finally revealed. As it turns out, there was a 16th student. Yeah, the ultimate despair. The ultimate despair, the ultimate soldier, uh, Mukuro Ikasaba. Mukuro Uh, Ikasaba. (laughs) Which will be the the, the plot line of... uh, of chapter five, which, uh, yeah, because Makoto feels real sick, uh, all mm-hmm. of a sudden in chapter five starts and we're just like kind of going through the motions. Like we're looking at the new floor. It's pretty interesting, but a bunch of rooms are locked. Hina says it's, uh, it's like, it, it feels evil, which <laughs> I really liked. Like, yeah, yeah. Not like the rest of the school that feels like super normal. Um, uh, it just looks like a community college. Like it has like the really big windows and stuff. Um, uh, but like uh, Makoto is like very dragging. Like he's just like, I feel like garbage um, and eventually falls asleep early. Yep. And um, wouldn't you know it? Uh, he's almost killed by a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been it's there. It's normal. It's regular. That's that's something that always happens. American um, Dragon is always ready to to end you in your sleep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he, he's in a dream. There's a masked stranger uh, who's supposedly trying to kill him. Um, and he's too sick to move. Um, and he but it's a, it's a dream to him mm-hmm. um, until Later, um, he, they're up on the uh, fifth floor, a uh, body is discovered. Um, the body of said 16th student, Mukuro Ikasaba. Now, we don't know <laughs> that to be sure at first, because yes. Kyoko has been all over the school being real sneaky. Uh, mm-hmm. When she when she tells him about Mukuro Ikasaba, or she tells Makoto about Mukuro Ikasaba, uh, it is after she has tricked him into <laughs> gaining Monokuma's attention by trying to break into the data center. Uh, realizing right. she now can get into the headmaster's office because uh, Sakura broke the door uh, before she killed herself, uh, not not fearing any um, rec- repercussions. Uh, yeah, 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 repercussion at this point. And then um, uh, she shows up in Makoto's room after the wrestler. She's standing there. She's telling him something he can't hear, and he passes out again. And we get up there, and we're thinking, "Oh my god!" Like Kyoko's not around. And yeah, plus, so you think. Yes, we found a Monokuma robot that everyone else has been dissecting, and Kyoko's not there either. Like, yeah. this is very, very surprising. Well, that so that's the thing is is this one starts with everybody else having perfect alibis, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it's the other four: Byakuya, Hiro, Toko, Hina are all together all night um, for this murder. 
So yeah, they stayed up all night disassembling a, a Monokuma robot. Yeah. And what's left is, you know, you've uh, a dead body, um, you know, that you is burned badly, presumed to be. Well, how Kyoko. does it get burned badly? Yes. How does it get burned badly? Uh, it is currently it is just the wrestler mask at first, uh, the wrestler mask person uh, in the coat with with the knife that oh, we keep forgetting to mention little things. Uh, uh, Makoto gets a knife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Makoto is armed. Uh, yeah. no, there's, we have uh, ar- a small bean <laughs> is, uh, is running around with a knife. He has. Yeah, but it's Makoto. But now he has a gun. Um, no. Yeah. He Sorry. Ha- I- also, one more thing I forgot. We also jumped ahead a little bit. The other thing to remember is everybody's kind of suspecting Kyoko because she still has no memory and like what her talent is right. and kind of. And Byakuya makes her hand over her key. Real weird hoping, moment. Hoping to get her to be like, OK, fine, I'll tell you. But but she actually doesn't remember. So she just has to hand over her key. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like she I think in the same scene. Um. Toko in looking around, um, you know, they find some weird stuff in the fifth floor. One of the rooms they find is a room where it smells like fat, blood and skin and decay. And it, it's it's clearly like a bunch of students were killed there. And they're like, God, maybe this is the ultimate like tragedy that our parents, uh, the documents in the library told us about. Um, and then, uh, you know. Yakuya finds this fascinating. Everyone else is really creeped out by it. Uh, and Toko finds a knife and she's like, I don't, I don't want this knife. Like anyone, <laughs> I don't trust anyone with this knife. This is a, this mm-hmm. is like a Rambo buck knife. Um, they're just all like, let Makoto have it. I don't think Makoto is going to kill anyone. Um, and so those are two important things. Um, Kyoko gives the key and uh, Byakuya, uh Well, no, I'm sorry. Makoto uh, keeps the knife. Yeah. And then, oh, and then they find, yeah. And then shortly after all of this, they find the body um, and uh, it's the wrestler. And then uh, Toko goes to remove its mask to find out who it is. And the body explodes. Um, yes. She's thrown off. She does not die or is not hurt at all um, because she's invincible. And uh, and it's badly burned. We don't know who it is. It could be Kyoko. That's what most people think at first. Um, yeah. Or it could be Mukuro Ikasaba. Who now yeah. all the other students get to learn about. <laughs> right. And um, uh, so essentially we, we get to the the class trial is called and uh, Toko sh- or Kyoko shows up. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, OK, so I so I guess it's the 16th student <laughs> hiding, hiding somewhere um, inside the body. And there's, you know, there's some weird stuff in this trial. Like it turns out this this body's been like, uh, you know, uh, has like stab wounds Um it, you know, there, there's there's uh, there's a bunch of things like that, but it's definitely Mukuro Ikasaba, like who is, she yeah, the, who's also yeah. the ultimate soldier. She disappears for three years after being like you know a military prodigy, and it's because she joined like uh, Eric Prince's new outfit, uh, Fenrir, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, yeah. where you, you you have to like leave everything behind to get a tattoo of a wolf and then uh, be as strong as a squadron. Uh, very very cool. Um, Blackrock meets um, or Blackwater, not Blackrock, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Blackwater meets uh, meets Outer Heaven. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. She she is a diamond dog yeah, essentially yeah. at this just, point. Just for like, three yeah. years, though. she yeah, comes yeah. back after that. She comes back after that and yeah. then goes to high school after being a diamond dog for. <laughs> like, uh, fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that happens in Metal Gear uh, Solid Five. Yeah, like, that, I think, that's actually the plot. Yeah. I think that's canon. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, like it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's like, it is a, it, it's a funny, like it's a, it's a real rush of a chapter. Like a lot of the things we're forgetting, you know, it doesn't really matter. Cause like, you know, we're more so talking about the game than like doing a plot analysis or plot uh, blow by blow. But like all these sort of little details are either very, very strange. Um, and, and Makoto says this, like there, there are a number of things in, in these chapters that Makoto says, or someone else says that are, that are very true for the uh, player as well. Like Makoto's like, this feels insane to me. Like this can't possibly be real. Um, mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah, <laughs> it's super insane. Like the idea of a paramilitary group, that's insane. Um, you know, the, the, there's like, or people will say things that, you know, are vaguely nuts. And, and then I don't know, I'll, I'll remark on one later, but like uh, in the, in the, uh, in the free time things. And it's like, yeah, that's a crazy thing you just said. <laughs> like, why, why did you just say that? And like, it is, it, it's a very surreal chapter. It, it's a lot of information. You learn that before the trial, you learn that uh, everyone's watching you on TV. Um, that's yeah. a real shocker. Yep. That's, uh, uh, yeah, that, I, that's, uh, so yeah, I mostly just rewatched the trial, so I'm trying to remember what oh, we Oh, you're got. fine. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah no, no, we no, learned, I, uh, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm biting my tongue, it's because I, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding from spoilers. I don't want to accept, because Thank you so chapter much. five, chapter five very much is like a, part of the reason I wanted to squish two into one here, uh, is because chapter five is almost like a half chapter in my mind's eye. Um, I think it is substantially shorter if I'm remembering correctly than, than the other ones, like in terms of like playthrough. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, not, it's not like dramatically shorter, but shorter than four and it's shorter than three. Like it's, it's more yeah. like one or two. And like, it is, you know, the, the, the revelation that you're being watched and like all that stuff, like it comes like what I was going to say about it was it, it really is like, kind of a mix of on one level, it's like a red herring. There are a lot of red herrings, like the knife ends up being kind of a red herring and the, you know, the, the, um, the gloves that Kyoko is wearing, Monokuma spitefully reveals it's because she has scars on her hands. She doesn't want to show anyone. And that becomes a red herring and like stuff like that. And then also extremely important meta information that really is just teased and, and not, yeah. Drawn out because as Kyoko says, like when she reappears at the trial, she says, I've been checking out the second floor dorm. She tells uh, she tells Makoto, um, I have this special key that I stole from Monokuma that opens every door in the school. Um, you know, we we basically I got it from the headmaster's office like we we essentially uh, have like can unpack the secret, but we need to get through this trial. And then in the trial, she says, like, they're trying to frame me. Uh, like Makoto and Kyoko are the only suspects for the killing of Mukuro Ikisaba. Um, It has to be Kyoko or Makoto. This is like a very important to the the trial because again, everybody else has an ironclad alibi because all four of them were together all night. Right. Yeah. And Kyoko is actively trying to prove that your alibi does not work. Like you're like, no, I couldn't have done it because uh, the sprinklers go off at seven 30 and I was with you guys then. And the body wasn't wet. And Kyoko's like, well, there was a tarp. You found that tarp, right? And because you're history's perfect idiot, you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. Uh, my statement has a contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, this is like very funny. So so this, this, I guess what's what's weird about this trial is like what Kaz is trying to do. And 
I think this is very hard to pull off. This is probably the thing he pulls off the least in the game is he's trying to make you kind of doubt Kyoko because she oh. is coming after you and you know you're innocent. Yeah, and, right? and, and like much like the, yeah. the trial with, um, oh, uh, I'm forgetting her name, but the, the, the gothic Lolita, Celeste, um, yeah. you know, much like that trial, <laughs> Makoto's like, why the hell is she going after me so hard? Like, yeah, I thought we were what? friends. What's yeah. happening? Yeah, our, our lo the lovable oaf Makoto uh, doesn't understand. And eventually you get to a point in the trial where this aforementioned key, it hinges. The trial essentially hinges on, you know, that she wouldn't have been able to access. You know, she uh, right. there's no way for Kyoko to access the what murder. She needed yeah, to the access. murder weapon. Yeah. The murder weapon uh, ends up being a, a bundle of. Um, Titanium arrows thrown together, uh, taped together with duct tape. It's hidden in a locker in the dojo area, one of the new areas on the fifth floor. And you're you're basically told, like, look, like this this key that opens up this locker. We found it in Kyoko's room, and Kyoko says, "Well, it seems pretty darn impossible because uh, you know my room was cut off because old uh, you Biakia know old, old Biakia took my key." Um, and then you basically can be like, no, wait, that's that's not true. She has the key that opens every single door. And so it says, what right. should I do? Should I should I ignore that um, and take the fall or should I say something? Um, and what did you do? So I, I also uh, protected Kyoko at all costs. Yeah, of uh -huh. course. Yeah, uh, most people don't. This is where you could get the the bad ending of the game. Okay, so um, the bad ending. I was reading. I, I looked up the bad ending. If you if you you know say Kyoko like, I'm sorry, but you have this like magic key, and everyone says what magic key, and you tell them, um, <clears throat> she gets executed. Uh, in the same way, actually, you're about to get executed. Makoto is it gets executed, or you know we'll, we'll get to that. Um, I, I was a little bummed there wasn't a special punishment, but I get it. Uh, yeah. And then, like, it's basically like, yeah, and then no, nothing ever happened again. We just lived out the rest of our lives in the school. Yeah. And Hina has had children with all three boys. So there's a tiny Biakia, tiny Hiro, and tiny Makoto. And uh, and uh, I guess Toko's dead. Uh, there's a memorial yeah, photo of Toko. Yeah, and really, yeah Toko looks yeah. at peace. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, it pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, one funny thing about one funny thing about that track. is there's yeah. a, so I decided I wanted to try and do like um, free time with everyone left, no matter how vile I thought they were, uh, mm -hmm. especially when like Kyoko wasn't around and I had finished with yeah. Ina and I was like, well, okay. Uh, so I did one with Byakuya, with Toko, and with Hiro, and uh, with Hiro when you do it. Uh, he says, he's like, oh, I just read your chart. We're going to like you, the mother of your children is going to be the same person as the mother of my children. And you're like, oh, my God, I hope that's not true. true. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then the bad ending, it's like, no, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's a, very funny. His uh, predictions coming right 30 percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being his ultimate uh, his ultimate ability, obviously. Um, but so so something, you know, that we get our first glimpse of is it's like, huh, well, that's kind of weird that, uh, you know, Makoto survives the execution because because you also get executed. Makoto gets executed, but survives the execution. Alter um, ego. Because alter ego is in the network and is able to act. It turns out survived um, and is able to stall the crusher, allowing you to fall down the garbage chute. Um, now, I'd like to remind everyone of this. 
Makoto is the ultimate lucky student. <laughs> Thank so, God. <laughs> yeah, so this is, you know, again, an, an example of, you know, Alter Ego does not arrive in time to save Kyoko. She is not quite that lucky. Uh, does arrive in time to save Makoto in this other timeline. So, right. Because he's the ultimate lucky student. So, now I do think it's interesting, too, that Sayaka sets you up to die, even though she, she genuinely seems to like you. She just, like, has more important things to do. Uh, she needs to get out. Um, and uh, then um, also mm-hmm. Kyoko sets you up to die. <laughs> and she's like, I, yeah. just, I I feel really bad about this, but I just have to like, I'm the ultimate detective. So I had to like figure this out. Exactly. So that's, you know, you, you see Kyoko kind of her options were, you know, basically it's revealed that the trial, you know, you know, she she suspects the trial was specifically just to corner her. Mm-hmm. So the only way for her to win against the mastermind was to, you know, it, it put her in such a situation where it would have to be Makoto. Um, you know, Makoto would have to take the fall. Yeah. And, and, she no, one, kind and of no one bemoans. else is there. I'm sure she would have yeah. loved to, like, frame Byakuya. Like, right. And, and you know, it's it's a different trial. Like, Makoto didn't do it, but neither did Kyoko, ostensibly. And, like... You know, it's clear that Monokuma just wants to do this for revenge. So he just wants someone to kill for punishment. Uh, yeah. He wa- because like people have been stealing his stuff, and and you know the the whole the mastermind feels cornered. Yeah, exactly. The mastermind is cornered now, and she's you know she's remembered that she is the uh, quote she's the ultimate detective. Right. Um, you know, and and who, which is very apparent to like everyone, anyone who's, been, everyone who's been paying attention. Yeah. So oh, she's wearing uh, the Sherlock Holmes jacket. I wonder who she is. It's so crazy. Uh, but, um, it, you know, but this is where we start to kind of put together some of like, like, let's remember. I think this is very clever and I just want to appreciate this real quick. Yeah. about How um, Kaz gives you a reason for Makoto to have plot armor. <laughs> like you think about the door switch, like how Makoto was supposed to be, you know, uh, you know, Makoto was supposed to take the fall for Sayaka, but l- 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 like Sayaka's murder in the first thing. But that went off the rails and like pivoted on to Leon, you know, that there yeah. were there's times, you know, that um, in the trials where, you, you know, in this trial, um, you know, the. The person in the mask is trying to kill him, and just like Kyoko happens to have a, 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 a like premonition, and is able to r- arrive in time to save him. You know, so right, right. You, you know, like I think it's clever of Kaz to explain all of these instances in that you know with the very succinct explanation that you know Makoto is the ultimate lucky student, and it's kind of you know because this is something that's kind of played for gags at the beginning, but. It's it's starting to add up at this point of the game that Makoto keeps having close calls. And now if you know that there that this is where the ending splits, you know that there's definite proof that <laughs> Makoto like survives an execution that would have killed someone else. You know? Right. Exactly. And yeah. like, I, I, it is interesting because like the, yeah. you know, you're you're sort of left with this. I mean, Makoto is in a lot of ways like the self insert character. Um, right. But in that he is the ultimate lucky student and like is able to sort of like get out of this. Like you actually have to, you can have the choice to condemn him to death. Like he, he sort of, he sort of breaks out of that and becomes a character himself in this moment where it's like, yeah, like sure. 
He's absolutely the self-insert. He's like, you know, the nobody in the middle of like, you know, uh, geniuses or whatever. But also now he's also not you. Like he does have this luck and he does have this sort of like destiny right. and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think like uh, one of the things I really like about Rampa is that like there are all these like and, and, and chapter five is definitely this, but it's also just like chapter four, this this um, this balance of talking about like you know, the, the, the necessary plot that goes into the two genres that this is, this is, um, playing to the visual novel or specifically the, the sort of like heavy plot tropey visual novel, um, like your, like your Umanecos or your et cetera's where there's a lot going on. There's twists and turns and complications. And, you know, like I was saying with Ankai uh, a little earlier, like quantum mechanics and stuff like this is just like a common sort of like, thing these these games do um but also it's a it's a it's like a, a murder mystery and like in a murder mystery you also get those complications there have to be like red herrings and like strange twists and initial suppositions that are proven wrong um and so all of that ends up being like okay we're doing we're doing exposition here we're doing a ton of exposition um yeah. while at the same point we are doing um really good character work and I think mm-hmm. like the really good character work is what's like super interesting to me here in that like we get, you know, like when when uh when Makoto's in the in the garbage basement, uh Kyoko, <laughs> Kyoko, where he belongs. <laughs> trash, you're trash. trash. Um, he uh he gets like he gets rescued by Kyoko, who just like has a great line where he's like, Did a big bag of trash follow me? And she's like, I think big bag of trash is a little harsh. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I love they also draw her uh the her her model with the ramen cup on her head. She's like one of the only characters to get a fun little like uh I like portrait that a lot. like that. Yeah. 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 It's really good. That's, that's a uh that's that's kind of a meme in the Danganronpa community too is uh her Makoto's or uh, Kyoko's little uh ramen hat. <laughs> it's really, yeah, I like how she just shakes her head to get it off and reacts in yeah. no other way. Like, yeah. oh. Um no, it's really good. But the mm-hmm. um yeah, like she she you know, in, in the basement she like she helps Makoto out, she kinda tells him everything that's been going on. And one of those things is she's the ultimate detective. And the other is that like her father is the headmaster. She realized she went to Hope's Peak. You know, she's she's part of these detectives who um in, in sort of a very Agatha Christie uh, but, you know, with with uh, Agatha Christie by way of John Lacar, she's like, yeah, I, I, I'm part of these detectives who we believe that uh, justice requires us to be separate from uh, earthly concerns. And uh, so we we basically just like hide all the time. But I kind of I, I threw that away a little bit because I got into Hope's Peak um, because I wanted to find my dad, who's the headmaster. He abandoned our family to become the headmaster of a school of exceptional children. Um and she has to get her she has to get her father, Professor X, to, um, you know, she wants to confront him and say, like, I don't want to I don't want to be like, I don't want to be beholden to you anymore. Um, and what I like about this like exposition is like, yeah, you get all that. And it's like, OK, I'm, I'm starting to follow the plot. Great. I knew who the headmaster is. This is interesting. You're also getting like this really heartfelt, you know, conversation with Makoto and Kyoko where like. He's like, yeah, like, so you're probably pretty excited to see your dad. And she goes, no, like, I, I really don't want to say anything to him other than, like, I don't want him anymore. Um, and it's like it's it's this really interesting moment because, like, Makoto, unlike most of the time when Makoto's talking, is just kind of listening. 
and sort of hearing what she's saying and being like, oh, yeah, like that's that's really hard. Like, it, it sounds like it would be like something I can't even imagine. And Kyoko, unlike Kyoko, Kyoko isn't like, yeah, um, I sure don't ever want to say anything to anyone. She like she is open about it. And she's like, here's what my life was like. Here's sort of my whole deal. And yeah, it's like it's this complicated plot juice, but it's also like, you know, we're going to we're going to actually give you some character work while we're giving you the plot as well. And that's like that's such a difficult thing to balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's in two genres that are considered to be sort of like lower art genres, um, I feel like it doesn't get the kind of credit it should for balancing that so, so nicely, um, because getting that and getting the revelations and sort of an emotive kind of like a uh, denouement to a lot of the doubt and angst about Kyoko because in in chapter four Kyoko like is mad at you through most of it and hates you yes <laughs> it's, it's yes. like it, it's like it's it's not smooth sailing with Kyoko in chapter four and like to have women this, am I right fellas yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the fellas know what I'm talking about ladies <laughs> are always mad at me uh, <laughs> Just because we want to watch the game or we don't know uh, who killed Sakura. <laughs> Do you want to tell me yeah. your secret? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me watch the game. Let me watch the freaking game. Hey. hey. Commanders are on. No. <laughs> it, Makoto would be a Commanders fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they changed their name. Like, yeah, you know, he was he was a Patriots fan starting in two thousand one as the ultimate lucky student as just the uh, sun kissed uh, sun kissed thing and then he just switched to being a Chiefs fan uh, a couple of years ago. I just sold so. my Drew Bledsoe jersey. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. I think like I think the you know it really is kind of a brilliant um, it's a brilliant little bit of storytelling and I, I really really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed seeing it all kind of play out. I mean, it was really fun. Yeah. I, most of, most of my comments, I'm, 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 I'm going to kind of save them because I, it, as someone with the benefit of the full scope of things, I think chapter five really is kind of table setting for the grand finale in chapter six. I mean, um, it, it feels that yeah. way too. Like, yeah, I forgot that actually some of the stuff I just discussed, there's the beginning of chapter six. Cause I was getting through, Chapter five and then getting to a point where I could save in chapter six. Um, yeah, I mean, there is there. You do fall. The shoot is chapter five. I think I think there is some stuff in chapter six early on. But like, I think you are in the trash can in, in chapter five. If I yeah. Remember yeah. You start and you yeah. start chapter six at the beginning in the trash can as well. Like you're not out until chapter six. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, but but it's, you know, the table setting. But I think I think the important thing, I think why these these two go together is this is. You know, these are these are the two incidents that kind of finally banish the mistrust that has kind of been the driving force of all the murders up to this point. Yes, absolutely. I think I think the remaining cast has, you know, kind of undergone, you know, sort of a trial by fire. And, you know, it ends with both chapters, you know, um, you know. We get through both chapters with only one person dying, but it's two people sacrificing themselves. Really, mm-hmm. you know, Sakura making the sacrifice and actually dying for it, and then Makoto making the sacrifice, and then because he's the ultimate lucky student, being able to escape. From so that, this is know? this is this is Makoro Ikasaba erasure. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> Makoro Ikasaba, the 16th <laughs> student. 
who did not appear on camera. Uh, <laughs> but well, we will uh, we we will see uh, what the sixth trial you know will be about and, and what will happen. But I I think that this I think what most what I remember chapter five for. As I remember being kind of annoyed too oh, at this yeah. point in the game because up until the other interesting thing about chapter five is it's seemingly the first time um Monokuma's broken the rules, right? Right, yeah. Because everyone everyone votes Makoto the killer, and instead of them all being executed and Makoto getting to go free. You know, Monokuma can't do that because Makoto didn't actually kill anyone. Right. Um, well, this is also where he does the time limit and he's like, time's up. And, and he's yes. like, there, there's no good reason for that. Uh, it's just it's just you were late. And like, right. yeah, it is. It is the only time where it's clear he's just doing it because he has a grudge. Like he's mad. Yeah, there's this is the first time. I think this is the first and last time in the series that Monokuma just doesn't follow the rules, which kind of makes Chapter five a little bit of an outlier. Um, Interesting. And it's kind of a, a a a a breaker because like you know you know that both you and Kyoko didn't do this murder and yet there's still a trial like being held mm-hmm. you, you know like um and I just think that's interesting that like you know um you're able to escape it and that's why that's why chapter five always kind of rubbed me the wrong way as it is kind of a setup because I, I do think that. One of the most interesting things about Danganronpa, particularly in the later games, is that, you know, outside of that instance, like in the other three games, that never happens again. Like, like, like he really like Monokuma does play by the rules for every other trial in the game. Um, no, I do think I do is, think it's kind of interesting in that, like, yeah. it's a, you know, especially as a first game, like a table setting game too. like, obviously, this isn't, you know, you're not making Danganronpa or game like Danganronpa thinking like. I'm absolutely going to get two more sequels out of this. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would not be surprised if he was making this thinking like this is the one game I get out of this. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though definitely he called a shot a little bit by saying the phrase zero escape. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, pretty tight. (laughs) Yeah, he and he and Uchikoshi have always had like a man crush on each other, as evidenced by the fact that they teamed up to form a... Pretty, a pretty underwhelming studio, but goddamn, I wish it was good. I want to support both of those guys. Do I love both their games so much? Play Zero Escape if you haven't already. Those are, those are a little more accessible, to be honest. Um, not quite as good as Danganronpa in my opinion, but still really elite. Um, but anyway, but yeah, like it's it is like you know the the way that this is like table setting for indeed like a, I don't know like like a a, a game that might just be like this one game, right? Like the the. The idea of like the the mastermind getting so frustrated that he like breaks his own rules is kind of interesting. Like it's it sort of like it, it matches the kind of genre and medium specificity that I think Kaz and uh, well, just Kaz is going for, right? Like it, it yeah. is, but like especially in light of the later games and their you know um, specificity, uh, right? Yeah, like that's that's a bummer. Yeah, I well, I I think that I think that what it does do in this one, though, again, kind of getting back to the, you know, the kind of the consecration of this becoming an us versus Monokuma, you know, like Mm -hmm. like a binding of everyone together. I think that, you know, kind of hammering that home is how is how desperate the um, mastermind is getting to kind of, you know, find fractures, you know, like like, with less and less purchase, you know, like 
And it just ends with, okay, everyone's kind of together now, so I just kind of got to make some shit up. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so. like it's not clearly worked out. Like, the, uh, the scheme itself is starting to show cracks. And I think, like, you know, yeah. ultimately, I mean, this is why, like, you know, you look at something like uh, the Saw series, too, right? Where, like, yeah. um, in the first Saw, it feels like almost, like, incredibly simplistic and like goofy that that saw was the guy on the bathroom floor with the two guys like the dead guy it's like oh my god that was saw the whole time um but like you kind of need that initial setup to then kind of build on and and create the structure that the rest of the the films and and lore and whatever stand on and i mean in that case i'm not saying they're like brilliant pieces of storytelling they're certainly kind of interesting genre pieces um but you're you're still kind of having that relatively uh, unrefined initial part that, or or the initial part that has unrefined moments. And I, I part of me feels like there's value in that, and I feel like that's like a I'm not I'm not critiquing you because I think there are weak points in chapter five, and it is clearly table setting. Um, but it's also I don't think a very popular opinion to like the flawed first version of things too much. Um, and I, I, yeah, I'd like to, I, I would push back against that a little bit and that's not what you're saying, but to people who do mm-hmm. say that. Um, yeah, no. And I, I, you know, again, I think the first version, you know, I dang it. The first dang and Rampa, I think is the least good of the three, but, but it's also because Kaz is such a, a little goblin of uh, of being meta, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and kind of subverting expectations and and all of that stuff where, you know, every time there's another game in the rearview mirror, he gets a whole nother like dimension to play with, you, you know, yeah. and, and it just kind of ex- expands his tapestry. And he just does such interesting things with it, especially, you know, in two and three. But again, uh, every Dankenrump, what the, the one thing that all three of them have in common um, is that the last chapter is always amazing. It is always yes. mind blowing. And I'm, I'm very excited to talk with you at the conclusion of the game because I have so much to say. And we've finally gotten to the, the point where the next episode, I, I, the, I, I recommended that we push these two together because I have less to say about five, but well, I and really I mean, think we are going to need a full episode for six. There's so much to say at the end of the game. Yeah. Well, and the tricky thing about the tricky thing about five that I'm realizing as we're talking is like, it's hard for you to say stuff and not know if it's a spoiler or not. Yes, that's that's another tricky part. Like, I, I, I get that. That makes total sense to me. Yeah, it's 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 hard. I mean, there's you know, there's some stuff I can say, you know, I can kind of remember how I felt like in the moment. You know, I remember being like annoyed with this and annoyed with that. But, you know, again, it is it is kind of almost like a table setter. You know, it it almost Mm -hmm. is like the. Um, you know, you know, the shitty Marvel comic you've got to read like the, the before the whatever, uh, the, uh, uh, the yeah. Dr. Strange and the toilet of secrets or whatever the fuck they, they call it now. Um, you know, That's, no, you got it absolutely right. That was actually, that correct. was the one. Okay. I, I thought you so. did it. Yeah. I, you know, I just, you know, I really don't like the casting in that movie. Uh, you know, I, I, if, you know, if it were me. I would not have cast Karen Culkin in that, but I mean, you know, that's just, you know, that's just me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but really what, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that uh, I'm very excited for six. I'm really looking forward to seeing y'all next week. You can follow Sam at NBA baby secret. 
the podcast he is also on is um, You Know Ball with Troll Ballins, or not Troll Ballins, with Troll Bro Dude. It would be cool if Troll Ballins guested, though. He's a fun guy. Um, uh, and yeah, uh, find Sam here for, uh, for the next episode and more episodes to come of uh, Post Hype. And, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting us. Uh, we will try and. Uh, we re- reward that support with more exclusive stuff. Uh, you know, always, always a bit of a, of a tricky thing to do with my schedule, but I love doing it for you. Um, hope you are enjoying it. Uh, patreon.com slash no cartridge. Uh, and I will talk to you all very soon. Hey, thanks for listening to no cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.